Pod Boys Productions. Picking up my barrel, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 118, and I'm feeling uh, kind of freight. You know why I say freight, Padre? Um, I mean, freight is something that's like loaded onto trucks and trains, I guess, so yeah. since the yeah. finals is starting very shortly, maybe you're getting, like the wheels are turning for that, and you're on the train to, uh, I don't know, I'm really trying to do a lot of work for you for that. That's a rhyme you just decided to go with. Well, I mean, freight elevators are one of my favorite elevators of all elevators, uh, along with Flowrider, Timbaland. But uh, I was actually on a a freight elevator today, and uh, these two guys in a storage unit, I was at a storage unit moving some stuff in and out of my life, you know, doing a little Marie Kondo action, uh, as one does, uh, tidying up that shit up. And these two guys are like, Oh, are you guys are you guys scared to this girl? Uh, are you guys scared to go on this Friday Friday elevator? And Did they're they probably f- like Friday or fr- like they're frightened or Friday. Which one? Which one? They, like, I, I messed it up. They said fr- Friday. Like okay. they were they they thought it said Friday or like scared scary elevator. They kept on calling it the scary elevator. Who are these people? These were two white dudes that look like uh, the. Brooklyn Bensonhurst version of Jersey Shore uh, with tank tops on. Tank tops on, yeah. Okay, but but what like what were they doing? I, I'm just trying to get um, basis for like where we're at. You're at a storage. Why? Just why is anyone at a storage there? unit? But they're just usually they weren't with you. They're just two other guys there, and, and it, yeah. you're all getting on yeah, the elevator. Yeah. Gotcha. And I don't know. I don't know why you're so hooked on these two white two two dudes when you should be worrying about that they're white. You know. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at two white dudes. Entirely seem relevant, but I'm looking at two white dudes, and I would be reminisced if I didn't mention the other one on this pod episode today. Edash Nam, what up? What's up? Yeah, uh, you know, I am also frightened for why littered. Yeah. After he uh, ruined the love of my life on national television, so Mal- I'm here. Malcolm Brod- Malcolm Brodman is the love of your life. Uh, Bledsoe's the love of my life. Did, Bledsoe. Did he bang on Brogdon as well, or? Or is that just a, a uh, no? That dunk, that dunk was on Giannis. Oh, I know that. And Giannis one. got him back immediately. He yeah. lost the game, so nobody. Remembers. But there was a putback yeah. too. That's another reason why it didn't. Yeah, it didn't really yeah. Putbacks are the worst, especially after a tough well, lock. Also, he came from 15 back in Game Six and eliminated the Bucks. So nothing mm-hmm. Giannis did in that game matters per se. Mm-hmm. And also in terms of yamming on people, Giannis is so long and tall. Like it's like it looks even more impressive when you get one over on him. He's the absolute king of transition dunks. I just realized that the Greek, is he considered the Greek freak or just now? Or is he just like freak-ish because, you know, he's been eliminated. He's not as freaky as he used to be. I don't know the Greek freak ever really caught on for him. Also, his parents are actually from Nigeria. I don't... There's a little ra- subtle racism in it's there. It's complicated. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, if you're from, if you have a Greek accent and you grew up in Greece, I think you're Greek. Yeah, and his last name's Greek. And it's and the last, even if his last name wasn't, I mean, uh, we're all American, right? We grew up in America. 
They uh, some people would argue that I'm not American, even though I was born in Hartford. <laughs> Mainly Middle obviously. America. You are, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, if they called you the American, <laughs> I mean, I think I have people heard people calling you the American freak, you know. Are you saying that's not right? No, no. The Hartford, I, I think, the Hartford uh, well, that was, something. You know, that was my indoor, professional indoor wrestling name, uh, the American Freak, yeah. I mean, Greek um, Freak is a better ring, so I don't know. No, for Hartford, you want heretic, because if you can't get a rhyme, you at least want alliteration. Okay, the Hartford. So. Don't hurt him, Hartford heretic. <laughs> That's what they say when you step in the ring. Yeah, well, I mean, when I did step in the ring, it usually ended in, like, five seconds, so... Because I was just a manager, guys. I, I'm sorry. I was, uh, I wasn't really, really. Well, imagine needs a nickname too. By the way, Podnam, should we? Maybe we should introduce our our boy here a little better. If you've been listening to Small Council podcasts on this feed, certainly you would know him by now. But in terms of our NBA show here, I don't believe he's been, uh, graced us with our uh, his presence before on this. Is that correct? Show, right? I mean, he's been on a bite. He's been all over the feed for sure, but we're talking BKNBA right now. I don't believe you. Have you? I mean, maybe I maybe I'm forgetting something. But anyway, what? Just to just to introduce it. Uh, Great radio. Well, I'm just trying to. No, uh, like, I don't think you were paying attention. I, I can though. think over here. Um, it's your boy E Dash Nam, um, formerly of the football podcast and the Game of Thrones podcast oh, and the movie podcast. But, um, you know, I watch basketball, too, and I'm here. And what's your team of note that you root for? Um, I'm a fan of the league, first and foremost. Mm. I also grew up a Mavericks fan. Is that geography-wise, if you're from the Saw, uh, are you automatically... Yeah, yeah. Uh, being from Arkansas, uh. just all the Dallas teams except the Stars, who were absolute trash, and I picked another team when I was watching yeah. hockey. But also because Eric's a real, like, he's a Cowboys fan, he, as he should be because of the region of the country he's from, whereas you and I'm... Were more of the bandwagon jumper onto the, the Cowboys. That's uh, inaccurate. Because you know. of your your because of your rivalry with your brother, I guess. If we, if yeah. we talk about this more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it's fairly simple, Drew. I know it's hard for you to to get one. Connecticut doesn't have a professional football team. Well, uh, well neither does Arkansas. But the, that's why you go to the next closest thing. Not necessarily. Maybe you don't like that team because. One, they decided to turn turn against you, saying they're going to come to Connecticut and win a championship in 2001, which they never did. Well, they won a championship. That's right. They never did, though. That's right. Uh, but, Connecticut. but most and people the, I know from Connecticut have told me that it goes, you could go the Boston route, New England fandom route, or the mm-hmm. New York route, because it's kind of in between. So Right, so, so I did. And, and like your brother, I mentioned, pick, right? a Giants fan. Yeah, and, and my brother's a Mets fan, so me and my brother love the Mets. We love the Huskies. Mm-hmm. He picked the Giants. I picked the Cowboys because you can't just like everything that your brother likes. I mean, that makes. Do you like everything your brother likes, Padre? Uh, of sports teams wise, yeah. I well, would, you I guys so. are weird. Just weird. I mean, me and my brother, me and my my youngest brother doesn't really like sports that much. But um, you know, the one you guys have met. But my other brother is more. Cl- oh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, the uh, the other brother, it's more closer in age. You know, we were close in age growing up, and uh, we had a rivalry about, like, almost everything, to be honest. But uh, fan, we, but we were still both fans of the same sports team. So that was the one, actually, one of the only things we didn't fight about, interestingly enough. But Your dad likes those teams, too, though, right? Well, my dad's not from Cleveland. He does like the Indians a lot. You know, I picked them up when he moved there. Right. And he's actually from, like, he grew up a, a Pirates and Steelers fan because he's from Western PA. But he didn't, for whatever reason, he didn't, like, 
I guess he didn't stay a fan of those teams as an adult when he moved. And also he didn't, like, have his kids be fans of that those teams. So, But I know a lot of other people are like that, which I probably will be if I have kids. I'm probably going to be like, you got to be a Cleveland fan, even if I'm living in California or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. But my dad didn't do that. So, yeah, we just grew up, me and my brother grew up with the team, the local teams. And that's why I'm just such a local head. Like, I like, pe- I like when people go for, you know, the teams, the local teams or whichever is close, you know. In some cases, I guess it's tough, but if you live, like, I don't know, in, like, Idaho or something, there's, like, I don't even know what the closest thing is, like, like the Seahawks or something, but I feel like for Connecticut, you know. I'm not traveling across state lines to see a team. I'm good in in that small bubble of Connecticut. All right. Well, anyway, we probably harped on this too much. We are talking NBA right now. I was going to ask, have you pretty much moved away from the Mavs at this, the Mavs fandom at this point, or do you still, is that still your top team to root for? Um, I really thought that once Dirk Nowitzki retired, uh, that I'd be done with the Mavericks, but uh, Luka Doncic is an absolute, just just an absolute vision, and I'm going to keep watching the Mavs forever, uh, and that's just who I am. That's how that's who I am now. Foremost, as I mentioned, I'm a fan of the league, but it's it's also the Mavs. It's also the Mavs, and it's also to help you transition Giannis Antetokounmpo, RIP. Oh, damn. I just realized I'm rocking my iTexas to Texas shirt. Yeah. Oh, right there. We do Texas Tech. Yeah, from 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 uh, actually no, I got that in Austin, but I wore it during uh, Debacher Enam two thousand sixteen. Our frequently our oft mentioned trip down to Jerry yeah, World. Epic, epic. But trip. now let me uh, ask you about the Mavs. Eric, do you think they will be a playoff team next season or even two seasons? That really depends on KP, right? Um, if he goes to jail or not. If 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 Porzingis is back. If he goes um, to jail, I forgot what what did he do? Good. Yeah, why why would he go to jail? Yeah, what did he do? He's not like Cristiano Ronaldo out here. Like what did he do? Porzingis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't he docking a rape charge or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, it could be both of Wait. them. I'm not the soccer head like you guys. But... Is Nick Saint Pierogi's dodging a rape charge? Uh I don't know dodging, but like Is that there a real is, thing a... that I'm learning about right now? There is like a... There is at least an accusation. I don't know if there's any charge against him, but there's an accusation out against him. There's been for a, a couple of All right, ago. well, it depends on whether Nick Saves Pierogies goes to prison for committing rape in America, which I hope that he does now. <laughs> if he did it, of course. Luka Doncic is development, and also the other players we're willing to put around him because Wesley Matthews is not going to fucking do it. But yeah, no. I see us all in 10th place. Decent draft pick. Okay. You're probably right. Do it again. But with the play, the current playoffs, you know, now like I, we mentioned, uh, the final starts real soon. But yeah, Giannis is out. All the other teams are out, but the Raptors and Dubs. We got to get all into that. But uh, what hot takes did you guys have from the the regular or the uh, the first three rounds? Because we haven't done too much podcasting. Too oh. busy on small council to talk NBA much. Oh no 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 no, Padre, you forgot. We actually recorded ten episodes during the playoffs. And my laptop, with all the episodes, just got destroyed in some fire, so... I was trying to pretend, like, for the listener, like, that didn't happen, you know. That are absolutely spun gold, and all our predictions that came true aren't lost to time. Yeah, 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 no, it, I mean... They're not lying, I heard it. It's a heartbreak, it's a heartbreak uh, situation, but, you know, we the show must go on, as they say, in the entertainment industry. Specifically, the AVNs, right? The adult awards or whatever. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah, the porn ones. That's the one yeah, I'm yeah, referencing. We got you. 
as Inam and Stoya always say. Yeah, Stoya. <laughs> Good reference there. So, uh, I guess we should, since it was most recent, you guys want to talk about the the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals here. I mean... We were breaking it down with uh, with Edash Nam's emotion about, you know, uh, Eric Bledsoe and, and Malcolm and, and the gang there. I thought the series definitely was exciting to watch uh, overall. After four, I mean, game five was great, I think. It definitely, did it go down the wire? It went down to at least a couple game minutes. Game five, I believe, went down to the wire, yeah. yeah. Game five and six were both pretty fucking close. Yeah, right? yeah, and it could have gone either way. People say there's a, you know, a couple calls of, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard jumping over the foul line after shooting a free throw, which is, like, basically, like, Little League basketball, referees call that all the time. If you shoot the ball and and you cross the line before. And he did that He did that a couple times. I think I saw a couple gifts. Uh, but, like, that, if that's the story, if that's the reason why you lost to... It's not. I mean, it clearly right, is not. Right, right, right. No, I mean, but I'm saying, like, if, if people are complaining about that, like, we got to see two of the best players... Uh, and the world play against each other. And, um, you know, last year, we didn't have a storyline like that. We had LeBron versus the Raptors, right? And the last forever years, we had LeBron. LeBron versus whatever team, right? Maybe LeBron and and the Heatles, but at some point. But specifically with the the Raptors, LeBron just owned them so hard that they barely ever got away. Right, right, right. right. You're living in the past here, Padre, I know. But... What? Well, and yeah, to be fair, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron went to seven with Bo- with a depleted Boston team. That was a really exciting series. But but then in the Eastern Conference Finals, they did they sweep Toronto. Yeah, no uh, semifinals. Mm-hmm. It was semifinals. It was it, the, it was Boston versus Cleveland in the you're Eastern right, Conference you're right, Finals. You're right. Yeah, they swept yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, before that, but the year before that, I believe they did sweep them in the Eastern Conference Finals. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the point I was making though is like there was no superstar versus superstar that I could remember in the Eastern Conference Finals battling against each other. Well, the reason, I mean, the main reason, especially because Toronto has been hanging around here, this year they finally got to the finals without LeBron in the way, but they've been hanging around toward the top of the Eastern Conference for a few years now, and they, before they got Kawhi this year, they never, they didn't have a superstar. Right, right. That's the main reason, right? And Greek Freak well, turned into one. Uh, well, he yeah. he was getting better, but like he he's an MVP. He if not he is but, the MVP. Since you're talking about free throws and and all that stuff like that, he had a, an abysmal uh, series from the line. He was he airballed like multiple free throws, so he might have had some uh, tired. I think he was mentally getting tired and, and physically as well. So yeah, he was shook, and he's 24 years old and. They geared their entire defense around building a wall in front of him, and uh, no one else showed up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he got bad at free throws toward the end. Yeah, and I and I did think, you know, before the series started, I did really did think the Bucks would win, and especially after they jumped out to a two zero lead. But in hindsight, now when you think about it, it usually is the younger team, even if they have a superstar or a budding superstar, in the NBA playoffs, like it's hard to win early in the first time or two you go. So. I guess it shouldn't be that surprising. Well, and part of the reason I maybe thought Toronto would choke is because of the past. But again, it's not the same team. So. Right. Completely revamped. Yeah, and like, shit, like you got fucking 20 points out of uh, Van Vliet two games in a row. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eric Bledsoe, which you, as the Bucks, you really needed Bledsoe to do something. And Bill Simmons, like, God damn it, turns out to be right. Just like the Starks, winner's always coming. 
you can't play Bledsoe. You just can't play him in the playoffs. Yeah, he was a decent suffers, and he's an absolute zero. Yeah. Yeah. So do you? If we want to talk coaching, do you think Coach Bud uh, messed up in this one, or did he just kind of run out of like because Giannis ran out of energy a little bit, younger team, or did he make tactical errors that cost him the series, like playing Bledsoe too much or things like that? I think rotations are always smaller. Always, I mean, people know that in, in well, the playoffs. People, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But and, not working. I mean, I would have liked to see DJ Wilson play a little bit of defense. Like he's a long, like six nine, six ten guy. He can, he can definitely do little things. He, they didn't have any people that were basically once the Raptors exposed Brook Lopez for not being a pick and roll defender at all. Yeah, and they're running Kawhi Leonard off the top of the screen or Lowry um, to get Van Fleet open or or another shooter open. They had. You know, the, the pearly white gates wide open. You know, they could just run down the lane. And then that made Brook Lopez ineffective, and they didn't really have anyone big, so they put Giannis in there. I, I think their backup center was, was Pau Gasol, but he wasn't playing at all, and didn't oh, he was scared what? of his little brother. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't dress one time. Yeah, he's he, been injured, I think. Yeah, he was injured the whole time. And then they got rid of, um, what's the guy who got traded to Detroit? He was Greg tall. And he, no, 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 no. He was tall in Game of Zones. He was, uh... John Hampson? No, 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 no. Shit. He's... I think he's... He's from some country in, in Africa, particularly. Like, directly. Like, an immigrant. Oh, Thon Maker. Yeah, Thon Maker. There you go. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, he was... He on, uh, he's, he's, he's on Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, he, oh, okay. he was Detroit, pissed. Yeah. He, won- he requested a trade during the year. So maybe he saw the writing on the wall when he got eliminated by the Bucks, and then realizing that, like, he's supposed to be, like, in the game of zones, he's supposed to be, like, 500 years old, right? So, something like that? Yeah, I think, I think that's it was a Melisandre joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he knows the prophecy. But, like, they didn't have a backup big to protect the rim, really. Uh, they had Il- Ilya Silva, who's not really a defender. He's more of a I guess a hustle and grit three-point shooter, and then they couldn't even play, uh, what's his name? Um, who they required? Meritage. Yeah, Meritage. He just was a shell of himself. He, he I guess there's yeah. too many parts, you know, moving in the, in the team, and he's not the starter anymore. I don't know. It was a real problem how many pieces they acquired over the season that you just couldn't play against Toronto. Meritage, fucking Bledsoe again. Chris Middleton had a really bad series, and he's their second-best player. But yeah, it didn't work out. Maybe that's adjustments on Toronto's end to Nick Nurse and whatever because, again, going back to game one, too, game one especially, it looked like, like, Brooke Lopez looked like he was playing so well, he's hitting a ton of shots, and you're like, wow, if you're getting this out of Brooke right now, they're going to steamroll the Raptors, but then it completely changes, you know, a couple of days later. So, yeah. I don't, I don't th- well, talk about it, I don't think that Nurse and the Raptors are going to, you know, steal the championship here, but... I will be interested to see what they do if they go down 2-0 again, which is, you know, likely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you realize that Toronto has got the home court, though, right? What? Are you saying that, that Toronto's going to go down 0-2 with home court? Okay, oh, before wait, Toronto we go... Does we... Have, Toronto has home court? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I yeah. didn't even realize that. Then. They won more games. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we go into that, I just wanted to recap the sweep. Well, I mean, that, they still might. Yeah, the sweep that, uh, that happened so quickly... And with the Blazers and Dubs, now, when did Durant get hurt again? Was it game three or game two he got hurt? Game six against the Rockets. 
It's game six, so he didn't play the whole series, right? Yeah, he yeah, didn't play the whole series it. of this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what Blazer series. So obviously that's the biggest no, talking point for so many people that without him. Yeah, they're able to win without him, and Draymond being like a, I would say even like a Finals MVP kind of numbers right there. He had like a, almost a triple double there. Now I think the team, I think the team is only as far as Kevin Looney takes him, and he. <laughs> He is he is their rock right now to make to make it happen and they don't really have any other bigs I don't think outside of Kevin Looney right. Well, they have Bogut still, right? Oh yeah, yeah Andrew Bogut. But also they want to get something out of Looney. But I have noticed a couple of games where he, he's had like the biggest games he's had of this season are games yeah. he lost. Yeah, I mean so I, I said that as a joke. Looney. I said that as a joke, but he is pretty consistent with uh with the team. He does produce rebounds blocks and and at least 10 points maybe eight or nine somewhat of a double double yeah he's also come a long way defensively from game three the rocket series where he kept getting switched on to uh james harden and just harden blowing the fuck past him he's been a revelation for them which is exactly what they need you pay kevin durant all that money and then you don't have enough money to pay somebody to replace sean livingston who is no longer capable of doing what he was doing for them ditto for Leandro Barbosa etc etc and like Kevon Looney being able to play huge minutes for them very well has kind of like low-key been the linchpin here like obviously the top five players on that team are very good but you know what I'm saying right well Barbosa's not someone to take those minutes he's always no he's gone with I mean in their hearts he's always there okay Uh, it's like I didn't know the home court thing I don't know what else I'm blanking out well, I wanted to bring this up, though. Like, the biggest thing I noticed, and I don't know if you guys watched this, but, like, how Steph Curry played 47 and a half minutes for a game, and they, they played the starters, I think, 42-plus, or at least Draymond, Clay, and Steph played at least 42-plus, and they had to do that. Like, to get those wins, like, to push it to that third and not stretch out the series, they made that decision to do that now with a week's rust are they going to need to do that without kevin durant in general or are they is that not even an option what do you guys think like do they does steve kerr have to like just keep on whipping those i don't know sexual why i mean why not at this point you're in the it's the finals like what's the point i mean i think yes especially i'm not sure it matters a lot yeah, they're going to sweep the Raptors with or without Durant. I don't know that it matters how much they play their starters, um, but this is the time of the year that you do that. I did just say they were going to sweep the Raptors, and I don't know that I believe that, but it's like, they absolutely could. Well, and how many minutes is Kawhi? Kawhi's going to pretty much have to play the whole game almost. Well, almost Kawhi's going to play 48 minutes a game, yeah. So, just looking backwards for a hot second, we're still talking about the Western Conference Finals before I break down the finals more. Do you guys think that it would have been a more entertaining, better, closer series if Denver would have beat Portland and then Denver would have played? That's a good uh, alternate universe. You both say no? I'm not saying they would have won or anything, but I think they would have at least won a game, which the Blazers didn't do. Two reasons Denver didn't stand a chance. Joker does his thing, and he does several different things, and they're very stunning to watch on a basketball court. They didn't have a second option. Jamal Murray scores 22 points a game sometimes otherwise like they don't have a second option on offense and no matter how you try to stall the warriors out if you're only scoring 88 points a game the warriors aren't scoring fewer than 100 like it it, you can't do it 
the other reason is that I was absolutely dazzled watching Seth Curry guard Steph Curry because again, as as accomplished as Steph Curry is, his mother Sonia absolutely loves his younger brother Seth Curry a little bit more because he's her baby. And also, they know each other's moves from playing against each other growing up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, that's but like true. that was actually a great duel, and a lot of podcasts have mentioned this. You think you're going to get tired of it, and you never do. Well, I don't know. I... He didn't start, but in the minutes that they played together, like he had his fucking number. Yeah, but I don't know. It was nice to watch. I didn't want to. I didn't, you know, want a Warriors. If I'm watching Warriors Blazers, I want to see the stars on the Blazers you know, match points with Curry or, you know, have big games. Otherwise, I might as well just watch the Nuggets play them. And I don't care about well, this. What stars? Curry Dave Lillard was hurt but didn't show up. I don't know. I, I think they would have played better defense on him at least. What do you mean, CJ or Lil? Mm-hmm. No, the Nuggets would have played better defense on him. Oh, yeah. I think you could be right just because they do have a lot of athletic wings to keep switching on Steph potentially the blazers don't really have they have a menu they had uh they had harkless but they don't really have uh, that and those guys aren't really that athletic compared those to are like young. tweener those are like right three four tweeners between right center right and, and then they have yeah. then they have the backcourt awesome duo of mccollum and dame so they're not that long and lengthy or whatever but like i i feel like we had a good series potential for a good series i just didn't think that the blazers had enough depth to play at uh, the Warriors level. Like, they could keep up for three, or in stamina, they could keep up for three and a half quarters, maybe. But, like, that, that fourth. But also, it wasn't even keeping up. For a, lo- for a couple of the games, it was like they were just blitzing past him in the first half, build up huge leads. And it doesn't matter how much they build up, they just blow it regardless. That's what yeah, happened. everyone yeah. saw it on the wall, though. Like, you're, like, looking at it. And it's not, I don't think it was a failure on the Blazers specifically. I just don't think the talent they had was able to match up. And they got to where they did because of good coaching and good players uh, against the Nuggets and whoever they played before that. I forgot. It's not even relevant. Um, who did they play in the first round? Thunder. Thunder, yeah. That, I mean, that gave us one of the best NBA moments slash Game of Thrones moments of all time, you know. So I will uh, I will salute those Blazers. You're just calling it a Game of Thrones moment because they put Arya's face on. Yeah, man. Day and like, that show. I mean, that was ridiculous. That's... I mean, that was the best moment from Game of Thrones Season 8, I will be honest. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> Willard's buzzer beater. <laughs> but, uh, still taking shots, huh, Padre? Still uh, taking no, shots. This isn't small council. But, um, all right, so getting back, I guess, unless you guys want to talk more about the conference finals, we can, but... I just I mean, want to say one more time that Sonia Curry loves Seth Curry more than... Oh, yeah, you got to finish your, your bit here. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've seen you tweeting about that. I've heard you talking about it. But I was watching the games, and I don't I don't know if it if it's true. I don't know if I agree with you on this Did one. you guys know that Seth Curry is married to Doc Rivers' daughter? Seth Curry is? I did not know yes. that. Or well, they're engaged. They're getting married soon like pretty soon yeah and doc rivers daughter dated paul george before that and i genuinely downgrade for her i would say and and paul george cheated on her so there's like this with roy hibbert's wife with we all know this yes because of lance stevenson yep this is too complicated right and then that connects to nick young with D'Angelo no. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we need a we, no, the thing we need a dating consultant that. on the show to fall, track all this stuff for us. But 
All right, so you know, who's dating who aside? Who, which Curry brothers more loved by their mom aside? Seth. Uh, Seth. Uh, Seth. Okay, fine. Seth. She loves Seth more, I guess. Steph is the one back in the damn finals, as I knew he would be, as everyone predicted for the most part. I mean, did you uh, going back to our preseason pod? You know, I'm, I can't recall exactly. Did you throw out maybe a sleeper pick or like a uh, against the grain pick to? Go to the finals in the West. I can't remember. No, I. You know what I do remember. I think I remember you picking the Raptors. Uh, I said it was going to be the Raptors Warriors. Yeah, but but yeah. I definitely said Warriors are going to win the finals again, and I was all depressed about it. And still kind of am, I guess. But. I think I picked Warriors originally, and then I, after you picked the Warriors, I said fuck this. I don't want to pick the Warriors anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I probably changed it based on spite and not on rationale, which Did it sounds. Did you say like Raptors? I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. I think I picked the Bucks, but no, no, that wouldn't make sense because the Bucks weren't like predicted to do that yeah, well. I don't think you would have picked the Bucks. No, no. I I think the I Celtics maybe. No, I picked the Nets probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you I think yeah. Here's what it was. You were like the Nets, the Nets, and the Warriors won't even show up to the finals because they know they're right. going to get beat. So right, right. The Nets win in a forfeit. That's what you said. That's yeah. No. I was well, hoping... maybe next year. Hoping a strike would happen out of midseason, and then they just wore the the team that was closest to uh, the Secaucus Replay Center, uh, which would be the Brooklyn Nets. You know, uh, kind of like the I think the, right. didn't the Blue Jays win a World Series because of the strike season midway through. Well, no one won a World Series. Did the Blue the Jays season. They didn't ever win a World play. Series? They won. They won. They won in the early nineties. I do remember. That. No, no, no. They won. They won the season. Whatever it was. The, uh, because by default they were the number one team, so they got some kind of something. Oh, I didn't even know that. It was like ninety five. I think. I'm well. The, the, keep vamping. I'm googling that. The strike year was ninety four. Um, ninety four. There was no World Series played that year, but right. I didn't know that they awarded the team with the best record when the strike started. The are you sure? I don't. I've never heard of that, but maybe it's true. But I believe the Blue Jays won the year before, maybe. Or well, I'm glad. That, early 90s year. Well, you know, the reason why I brought that up is obviously transition into the NBA Finals. With, <laughs> Which uh, we were already talking about. But again. <laughs> but, you know. A circular transition. Yeah. Per, uh, so I want to bring this out and just make sure that we know what we're feeling personally. Like what we feel is going to win or what who we think we're going to win. You know, like personally, I think... That uh, who I want to win is uh, shit. I think I want the Warriors to win, and I mm. want them to win without Kevin Durant. And I think I just want this chapter to be over with. Like I'm trying to finish this last movie or last season of whatever I'm watching, and this is the last episode, you know, or last last series of whatever it is, limited series. Okay. And I and I want it to be over with. I know the Warriors should be done after this. You know, I think Kevin Durant will be gone after this, and, and it, all okay. that does. So. Can I ask you a couple questions more on the Raptors end of things, why you might want them to lose? Because I know you do have a lot of relatives in Toronto. I've heard you saying things in the past, at least when it comes to the aforementioned Blue Jays. You, I heard you, you, you said you would root for them a little bit so your cousins and whatever would be happy. But is that not the same for the Raptors because of the rivalry with your Nets? That's why you want them to lose? So let's just put this in quick perspective story time. You remember my cousin, Faria. Well, she and her husband, Billy, go to... Raptors games a lot, and so do my other cousins. So uh, they're the only ones that like basketball. All the all their other friends are really into hockey now. Everyone loves basketball because they're they've become a basketball city. She texted my dad last year at this time and was uh, asking for my dad's support because my dad loves basketball, 
to root for Toronto, and he's like, no, I'm rooting for LeBron. So my dad picked Cleveland. That's right. Picked LeBron because he he likes players. He doesn't necessarily have teams. He likes players. So he likes LeBron James. He's going to pick LeBron James. And my cousin Friday replied saying, like, but we only have one team, and we're your family. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no. <laughs> my dad was she, pretty... Did she try to sell him on DeRozan or something? <laughs> I don't think she went into DeRozan or the... Uh, the, the uh, OG Wananobi maybe potentially being a big uh, role player in the future. And <laughs> he might be back for this finals, he by might, the way. He might be, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, she tried to sell him on the all-great-names team, Pascal Siakam, OG Wananobi. Did they have Van Vliet, the, even, is pretty good. They yeah. had Jonas. Van Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas. I don't think that was Valanciunas, I guess. Jonas is a pretty good name. I guess that part of it. Jonas. If it, it was a cooler last name, I'd be more. Yeah, you could. He could be a Game of Thrones character, Sir Jonas. Someone on that team's name was OG Anunoby, and you're just like letting that slide. I just think that's weird. That is pretty weird. Anyways, it slide. so yeah, it's a great name. It's a great team it, for great right. names. Right. I oh, think yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So now that. This is uh, Raptors mania full on. All my cousins on our tele- on our Telegram chat are like, "Yeah, go Raptors and everything." And then I I basically tried to troll them immediately, and I put Dra- a picture of Drake with Kevin Durant jersey on, and he's he's oh looks like he's already flipping sides immediately because he's apparently best friends with Kevin Durant, and not saying that as Drake is friends with every single player. Like he actually has a friendship with Kevin Durant. It's been documented. Nobody. Um, is friends with every single player, though. No, he isn't. He's politically open to <laughs> friendships with every single open player. Open to an alliance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I like how he needs to bring pie. It needs to be a political <laughs> thing. Like, it's not an official... Like, he's an elected he, official over the... He team. is their ambassador. What are you talking about? He's a tr- His official a position is the Toronto well, other Raptors. Other teams don't have that. He's the only and he's in international water. Like, people he's, know about the Drake curse. Like, why yeah. would they just openly be friends with him? Well, that's the thing. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. So my cousin-in-law, okay. Billy, replied to that message saying, yes, keep the Drake curse alive. And he's a Raptors fan, knowing that, like, if Drake is wearing a Kevin Durant jersey, that means the Warriors are going to lose. And because of him, I've gone back and forth on rooting for the Raptors and Warriors. But in the interest of the Nets, if the Durant is gone and if Kawhi is gone from their teams, this is better for Brooklyn and the NBA, I think, in the, in the okay. long term. So that's why I'm rooting for that, not as a preferential to either team or storyline. So makes sense. I was just gonna say, if, if they even had, uh, if ambassador was an official thing, why shouldn't it be that super fan guy anyway? The, the seat guy, what the Raptors? Guy? Like, oh, the Drake, super the seat. fan. Drake is the seat guy. Seat, not Raptors seat guy. Seat, seat guy. Seek, not seat. All right. <laughs> you know you drawn that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know. I met him. I met, I met him at court. Yeah, you met the guy in Brooklyn. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot the gentleman's name. He offered me popcorn. I took some. Like a lie. Oh, you're yeah. not gonna lie about that. No. You no, no. is that collusion? <laughs> uh, with Toronto, yeah. With the enemy, yeah. Division, division yeah. rival for sure. But also, like for what my rooting interest in this, obviously, I hate on the Warriors so much, and I do hate them probably more than almost more than any other professional sports team going right now. Even uh, the Steelers. The most, the, well, the Steelers have always been my number one, but the way things are trending for them, I probably yeah, I probably would say the Dubs are 
and certainly in terms of their fans and everything like that, they're, I mean, still Boston fans are still high on the list of most annoying in general, but Warriors fans specifically are probably the most annoying fans out there now as well. They won't have fans in three years. Just let them have their thing. But, they won't exist at all. So. Well, I'm not going to let them have it. But I'm, I'm thinking, do I want to even root for the Raptors in this? Because I don't like the Raptors either. I much, I would have much preferred a Bucks warriors series. I do kind of like your theory of Kawhi leaving if they lose. I want that as well. I've always liked Kawhi, but he's on teams that I don't want to root for. Like I don't usually want to root for the Spurs. And I, I definitely don't want to root for the Raptors against most teams. So now I'm thinking, like, and the other wrinkle to this for me as a Cavs fan, it's more of a rivalry with the Nets and, and Raptors than the Cavs and Raptors. But with the Raptors fans, I'm like, if they actually do get a, a miracle kind of win in this finals, you know, then they're going to have the same amount of chips as my Cavs. And I'm now I'm like, oh, and they're just going to be talking shit. Like, well, you won the one, well, we got one too. So now I'm thinking, what I would rather just have the Dubs just win their fifth, you know, whatever, just keep rolling, steamroll, you know what I mean? Do you not want to vindicate the legacies of Vince Carter and Chris Bosh? That's true. Uh, I don't care about the legacy of Chris Bosh at all, and I don't Fuck really, you. I don't really see how like the Raptors winning a championship after Vince Carter's been off the team for over ten years vindicates him in any way, especially as he's still in the league. At like fifty two years old. Clearly, clearly you don't. Well, well how? Why would it though? I mean, what's your what's your argument for this, Eric? It would be nice. That's sometimes things can be nice, Drew. But Vince Carter's That's not getting a ring if they win this, you know. No, he absolutely is. No, but the way Canada views things, I mean, I think on the BS podcast earlier today, I listened to was if Kawhi won, uh, would they retire his jersey? Like, should they, or the question was from a fan, like, should they retire his jersey after game five or wait till next year? Because Canada hasn't had a team like this before, nor do they win many things at all. So, and they give away all their star players like Michael J. Fox, Jim Carrey, uh, you know, Pamela Anderson. They are constantly losing the stars uh, to the U.S. of A. So now the fact that Kawhi Leonard is there with all the emotion that he carries and all the... <laughs> yeah, he's... I mean, I mean, him and Jim Carrey, they're like the same person, basically, right? <laughs> they are. I mean, they're interchangeable in so many ways. Very fun guys. Yeah, very fun. <laughs> yeah, they love to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they do love laughing. So... With him potentially even him bringing him there, I could see the Raptors fan base being like, "Okay, you got to retire Vince Carter, you got to retire uh, Chris Bosh, and then like those are all like Vince Carter's are definite. Chris Bosh is like meh, but then if they're gonna go on that meh level, Kawhi Leonard bringing him to like a Game Six loss of the NBA Finals, that's a big moment. If he wins it completely." And leaves that also be kind of epic. Like no one does that. No one wins. A I think if he leaves. wins it and leaves, they would retire his jersey either way. But if if mm-hmm. he, if he doesn't win and leaves, they de- I definitely don't think they would or they shouldn't. That'd be pretty extremely lame. So unequivocally, he's gonna lose and leave. I think, but but on the flip side, do we think he definitely would stay or most likely would stay if they do get the, the win somehow? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think anyone thinks that Hard he would say. say. He's going to lose, leave regardless. He won't be, like, tempted in any way. I don't think he would leave regardless. I feel like it's like a Gordon Hayward free agent kind of 
thing, decision making, where where he's like close. He'll write two articles in Players Tribune, or in Kawhi's sense, he'll talk to his uncle twice in two different times. Then his uncle will say <laughs> write something. I think that's gonna be a good idea for him. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I think he'll lean towards one or the other. I don't think he's gonna be going out from for all the like dinners in the world. I think he's gonna pick the Clippers. Or the Raptors now, you know, with the Raptors. Do you think? What do you guys think, though? I mean, in terms of just uh, would, it's who down get to just him? Those, well, yeah, I was, you think it's just down to the Raptors and Clippers? I think so. Yeah, if there's any other, I don't think there's anyone else on board. I think Lakers are out of the out the door because um, he doesn't want to play with the Clippers. What did you say there? Cleveland. I think he's going to Cleveland. I think he really? wants to replace LeBron James and give Cleveland. You know, <laughs> Something to root for. I don't think anyone in history has said I'm going to Cleveland. All right. Uh, you said it when you uh, when you drove me there last night. No, year. I said I was driving to Cleveland and say I was going to Cleveland. I was driving Drew to the oh, land. Fine, Actually, fine. we referred to everything to the land. I don't think we even said Cleveland. Also, there's that one guy who breaks up with Liz Lemon on Thirty Rock because he has to uh, move to Cleveland. Jason so. Sudeikis. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Cleveland. And married to Olivia Wilde. That's a real actor. And actually, I saw their. I know this isn't our movie, movie? Uh, podcast, but I watched uh, Olivia Wilde's movie that came out this past weekend. At, with, he was in it in well, a I'm smaller role. It. Yeah, and it, was, it gets the Padre recommend. Uh, Booksmart is the name of it. Good movie, I thought. Strong. You know, it's a little bit like I, I'm watching it. Like, is this how high schools really are now? Probably not, but you know, it's it's a heightened type of thing. Um, anyway, you were you're not you weren't being serious about this cat thing though, right? E dash nine. No, man. Fuck off. All right. He's going to the Clippers. He's so, going to the Warriors. The Warriors? Oh, that'd, be, that'd be amazingly awful. Oh, <laughs> He's going to lose to the Warriors. Durant's going He's going to gonna pull a Durant. <laughs> and he's going to release yeah. my next chapter. Yeah. And by the way, you said about the Jersey retirement, but I saw today that they they really did already put up a, a big mural of his, his buzzer beater from the Sixers series in the arena. That's the most important moment in their franchise history. Yeah. I mean, I know it is. That's, but... It's fine with me that they did that. Yeah, um, man. So, well, should we get to predictions? I mean, you said before that they're going to get swept, but then you kind of walked that back maybe a little bit. I think we... I don't know. I think you were talking out of your ass, but uh, E-Dash Nam, do you really think that? I was. Yeah. Uh, no, 5-1 yeah. Warriors. Or 4-1 five, Warriors. Okay, Sorry, so they're going to they're gonna break the trend of going, <laughs> going for four games. <laughs> And hit that fifth game because they need they need that and the Warriors do the Warriors could you know Warriors are so good they probably could get a fifth win in the they series should, or, or the league should just make them win five you know yeah give them the fifth just yeah. Tim Donahue out yeah. of retirement so if you're saying one win which which game do you think that's gonna be game two uh, I think Toronto wins game two and then it's a full gentleman sweep from there okay. Now, I'm going to say, I kind of like the uh, the gentleman's sweep as well. I kind of like game one to be the one the Raptors won. Even though I'm thinking about it, I feel like the Warriors have never lost a game one in the finals that I remember. Very nearly lost game one last year, famously. Yes, but then there was the whole uh, fiasco with... Uh, <laughs> I said famously. Uh, so, but maybe this year, you know, Jared Smith doesn't play on the Raptors, so... Maybe they will actually lose this one. Because I do see, like, the momentum kind of going that way, especially now that I realize that they're in Toronto for game one. Just the extent to which momentum does not exist. Well, I know we've argued on this one before, or 
I, I don't know if it's super argued, but we've talked about it. Um, but on on the Misters, the football pod, but I do think it. Um, it's it's not as much of a thing as as I do think it is in the NFL with teams playing once a week uh, in the playoffs, like getting some momentum rolling. But still, I mean, they've the Warriors uh, wrapped it up sooner, obviously, so they should be fresher in theory, but. I think with the the crowd going wild and everything, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of a hunch, I guess, because it doesn't really matter what you know what the Warriors face. You know, they could be down thirty and still against a hostile crowd at the half and still come back and win. But if they are, if the Raptors aren't going to get one, I kind of I, I I don't know. I'm leaning toward game one. What do you think? I know. So you both got uh, Warriors in five, right? I think so. I could maybe okay. be talked into six, but right. I'll probably go with the safer. Okay. So my prediction is a either or. I think Warriors in six, but if they don't get that six, like at in Golden State, the Raptors will win Game Seven, and it'll be one of those like fucking can you believe this happened uh, NBA Finals because of that Raptors home court. I think on honestly, I think well, they're gonna win Game One, and they're gonna split the series uh, one and one, and then. And then the war, and then the Raptors will win Game Five, so we'll be down three two. And then that Game Six is the deciding game. If the Warriors win that Game Six, they'll be done four to two. But if they don't, the Warriors, uh, the Raptors will win two in a row and win the NBA Finals because they won four in a row against a really good team, um, the best team in the NBA this year. And I don't think that's by coincidence. Well, so the best record is not the same as the best team necessarily. Well, they, I mean, yeah. The statement is they were the best team in the NBA up until this point. They were. I guess I'm just arguing that's not the case. Like the best record doesn't make you the best team, especially in the playoffs. But but I take your point. Yeah, you know what I'm. So with with that being said, the only factor, the mitigating factors would be if if Fred VanVleet doesn't mention his son ever again, or any Raptor, any announcers ever mention his son again, then he will not. He'll stop making threes, set threes. If Pascal Pascal Siakam decides to actually go into the paint a little bit instead of standing in the corner and shoot threes like he is, uh, I don't know, uh, Jared Allen on the Nets, who who can only shoot threes from the corner, barely shoots any. And if uh, Kyle Lowry's thumb uh, decides not to fall off, apparently it's been been hurting. So all the pressure's on the Raptors to perform here. The Warriors are just going to show up and do their thing. It's it's all on the Raptors to win this. So and if Siakam starts tripping people when they're on the ground and stuff, or when he's getting up, you know, it was sweep the leg. Come on, he probably watched a little Karate Kid right before. And yeah, also, I'm, I'm fine if he does it to the dubs. I don't care. <laughs> you know, the one factor I wish I wish there was one player. And that would do- totally just go all in on the Raptors. I wish there was one player still on the Warriors, and I, that's uh, Zaza Pachulia. Because fucking when the Spurs were up that game, the year I think it was the first year they won, Spurs were up by like 29 points, and then Zaza fell, put his leg underneath Kawhi Leonard. And that, that was just, the f- first year, was it? That was that's that the second year. Ago? Yeah, it was, no, it was 2017. Okay. It was the year. I was yeah. It was like the two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. But like, it looked like everything to that point of the third quarter or whatever it was, it looked like San Antonio had the Warriors number. Popovich knew everything he was going to do, and then Zaza takes out Kawhi's future completely. Just completely takes out his future, and now we're in the situation where I don't know if Kawhi is programmed right now and remembering that, but like. That the the Warriors fucked him over, and he's already playing at yeah. thirty five, ten, and whatever he's doing. If he goes to like forty a game and just 
destroys to the whole Warriors, that would be like the best thing in NBA storylines, I would say. So that's true. The Warriors and Zaza Pachulia store stole eighteen months of his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate because he was. He, I mean, there is speculation that he was like healthy and just sitting out anyway, right? At, well, at a certain point, like, well, they put him in that situation. It's like if I, yeah. when I play kickball, I put myself in that situation to tear my MCL, right? If I didn't play this guy named Maron, you know, who, who slid into into my leg with cleats, you know, if if I had a redemption match, I would want Maron there so I could destroy him, you know. But I a hundred percent believe we know the same person named Maron, but but uh, New York's a small town. <laughs> I'm sure you do. There could be many Meherans. Yeah. Real quick, do you want? I was kind of thinking maybe we should look at the blueprint for actually beating the Warriors because oh, what the Cavs did. Can that? Can the Raptors actually replicate that? Because on the Warriors end, uh, they don't. They're probably not going to have to. Rant. Pod it's Boys Productions. Series. It would be a, a, essentially the same team, but I'm thinking yeah, Kawhi can step into the LeBron role potentially and be that superstar like that, but. The Raptors don't really have the Kyrie figure to back it up, right? Or do they? Or is they have or a they combination have a, of people? They have a Kyle Lowry. They have a Kai of some sort. Um, yeah, but, but I, do you really think Lowry no. would be able to replicate the performance of like Kyrie in Game Six that and of that Finals and no. big shots like that? No. no. He's not. He's not that no, player. The Warriors are gonna bomb threes and run everything off a high dream on green pick and roll. And just get absolutely every point they want. Yeah. Well. Uh, also, let's let's see if uh, another attack that can used obviously was getting Draymond in trouble and suspended in that series. For, he's for been good. Game. No, it's Kevin Durant that's one technical away. Yeah, he's been getting technicals. But yeah. but is there someone on the Raptors that can annoy Green into doing something again? Or I don't know. Why? Marcus Sol maybe. Yeah, Marcus Sol is very likable. Very likable. Jeremy Lin. I heard an argument. Yeah. Yeah. You were He's going to have to do it from the bench, I heard, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I heard an argument on a podcast that they want, because everyone switches everything on the Warriors, you actually want Kawhi to guard Draymond so that when you're switching off the pick and roll, He's always switching oh, on to the shooter, right. Clay or Steph right. at the top there. Right. Um, and then you can move Gasol or whoever, whomever, up on Draymond to stop the lob or what, whatever happens then. And yes. that is more interesting than the kind of analysis that I'm here to provide. Oh, like the kind of analysis what about which current son is like the best? <laughs> it's, it's Steph. Oh, you, cha- you I'm sorry. It's oh, Steph. Oh, oh, change change your answer. I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. Uh... I think Jamon's like, he's like a short arm QB. Like he just throws slant routes all day. That's all he does. He just he goes to the top of the you know, top three pointer. He's got a pick. He's got a little O line action there, and he just throws a quick pass. You know, slant pass to get the first down, and he keeps on being moving. Whenever he gets the ball, I don't think he even he never yeah he never gives it to Steph to unless they're walking to the court. You know, unless he's walking up there, that's when he hands the ball off to Steph. But Steph has so much ability that it's those two that are going to have to score, I think. You know, Steph will have to score at least 30 a game minimal. I don't think Andre Iguodala is healthy at all. Uh, I think everyone has kind of said that. You said Sean Livingston. Clay's going to have to have a series. Like, a con- like he has to – he lost $30 million from not making All-NBA <laughs> because – Kemba Walker, shout out to UConn, made all <laughs> made all NBA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's 
worth a cool twenty million for Kemba. Yeah, he's uh he's pissed though. I think Clay could also be a suspect to leave if if something goes bad this series. If he doesn't if he doesn't perform or, or if I they think, don't yeah, win, he might leave either way too. But yeah, unfortunately, I think he will perform. But I mean, maybe with Draymond because Draymond didn't have that great of a year overall. He just had a pretty good series last series, but maybe he goes. He's back. just locked in now, though. Yeah, well, I'm just. You know what he said today? Uh, today was the NBA uh, Finals uh, media day, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm so hyped! Like, you know, this is the first time we're gonna be on the road for the finals of the finals, and there's nothing better than hearing." the enemy of uh, the crowd me becoming the enemy in the crowd just yelling like i'm gonna be so uh, like this is it like i'm so pumped for this like he found a new reason to be a villain and to be to be like as good as he is and then just elevate that to a, a heel heel in wwe style so yeah speaking of villains and heels did you hear that demarcus Cousins sent lebron james a card that said wish you were here Oh, get the fuck out of here, really? Uh, I saw that on Instagram, but, like, from an official, like, aggregator account, so. So, I'm saying wish you were here in Golden State? Well, in the finals, yeah. Is he just talking about about Toronto? Like, he spends time with him in Toronto, specifically? No, like, sorry you missed the finals, like, guess you're not the best player in the league anymore. Oh, because, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins has everything to do with that. The troll move would be better, I guess, if yeah, if it was like sorry for your loss or something, or you're not here. Like saying "wish you were here" is kind of confusing. I feel like true. Like a tone of a card can't be sarcastic usually. Wait, are you are you judging the grammar on the on the trolling? Also, first of all, I uh, feel like the tone the grammar, of every card is sarcastic. Every every Hallmark card is like, "Damn, I heard you're turning 38." Turns out, the thing about turning 38 is, "I'm a son of a bitch," or something. Sounds about that's I don't know. a little that's specific. Dying. That died a little. <laughs> oh man, so I don't know. I guess we could wrap up pretty soon here. But uh, mm. is there any other hot takes we didn't get out for? You know, guys, I'm I'm really proud of you guys and myself that we did not mention Drake the whole show, and no story. Did did we not? I didn't. No. You said we didn't mention Drake the whole show. Yeah. We certainly did. When? Well, the whole thing about him being an ambassador and all. No, I mean, like, as in... No, yeah, no, we, we mentioned him. Fuck. Right. Well, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm proud of you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or, or is Was this, that... like, a bet you're putting in right now? <laughs> uh, no, no. But um, since I didn't mention him, I opened up Pandora's box. Um, Clay did, Thompson did, this is a hot take. He said that he will not be playing any of Drake's hotline bling or s- slow R&B songs at all during the NBA Finals. If it's a wow. good song, he'll listen to it, though. Oh, for a second I was going to say, me and Claire are on the same page. Total yeah. So next time uh, we do the show, will it be probably uh, after the NBA Finals, I take it, all right? If it's a sweep or a gentleman's sweep, probably, but we'll <laughs> see if we can get I mean, we should try to record again next week, maybe, and it might not be over yet. Yeah. You know, I, I did yeah. hear... I did hear there's some people protesting uh, Drake that wanted to come on the show uh, next next episode. So hopefully we'll get Happy them on. Yeah. So I I think uh, when's the game tomorrow? Tomorrow night, nine o'clock. Yeah. What What are the odds of me? Oh, yeah. We should take gambles of of falling asleep during these games. Eric, do you think you'll be able to, to stay up or all? Yeah, I'll stay up. That's fine. Yeah. I don't. Drew, 
this is your first time watching NBA Finals uh, at six o'clock. I'm still going to be at work when this damn thing starts if it's at eight o'clock Eastern. Yeah, what are you? Fe- how are you feeling about that? It's nine o'clock Eastern, by the way. It's not eight o'clock Eastern. All so right, so uh, I'll be just getting off work then. But uh, I don't really care because, like, if obviously if there's the Cavs again this year, I'll be making all types of maneuvers right now to make sure I watch it on time or anything. But as it is, I don't really care. I'll, I'll start watching it when what I. What do you mean, man? It's NBA Finals. You gotta care. This is, this is why the, well, this is why the this, listeners we're come to us. We're coming full circle now because I started the season saying I I don't like NBA anymore. I was at one of my lowest points for my NBA fandom. I will mm-hmm. say I turned it around a little bit. A lot of this playoffs has been pretty good, but I do think with this Raptors Dubs Finals, unfortunately, we're going to be heading back, dipping back down toward my, me losing interest. This is the first NBA Finals that's international, and then if uh, California annexes itself from America, you could also have another. In- two different countries playing, you know, outside of America. So who knows? That could happen within we'll the next see. two weeks. Let's, let's hope it happens. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. Now I'm in California. I got a room for us to be in our own country. So. All right, so I guess you're, uh, I don't know what kind of movement that is. It's like similar to a flat earther, Kyrie style. All right, so I think that'll do it for this episode. Where can we find uh, you, Edash Nam, on the Twitters? Um, I meant no thanks, y'all. That's uh, all those words. Um, and I don't do anything else, so this is my only thing. But you do the other shows we mentioned that are on this very feed of Brooklyn Rebound Network, so if you haven't listened, you can go back, you can cherry-pick some episodes we've done if you're interested in the topic. Obviously, the Game of Thrones small council ones, but also some of these movie ones we did. If you're a Coen Brothers fan, for example, we have two a two-part episode on that that I think is pretty good. Um, so go back through the feeds for that. You can also check out Drew Wilson, uh, Drew's Views on YouTube if you uh want to check out any tv reactions from me that's two excellent gulps right there by uh pod drew your boy uh pod nam here is uh just finished up wrapping up a show with our team model majority this past weekend sold out magnet theater did it did it strong long and hard so i'm gonna have a little more time to focus on some pod boys productions but we are going to be uh i'm doing a couple stand-up shows i think uh the 6th of June at Eastville Comedy Club in Brooklyn, um, and then the 4th uh, at QED in Astoria, Queens. I think one's at 6 and one's at 4. I'll post it on my Twitter feed or the gram, whichever one I will choose. But find me at, at Enam Kazi. see some of that comedy. Yeah, there'll be no Brooklyn Nets references for that, though, at all. Mm, at all really i'm surprised zero zero maybe a jared allen joke go to go to the show and see if he (laughs) keeps up that promise people because i'm skeptical all right so uh that'll do it for this show guys uh good day i guess good evening california good day london and good night brooklyn let's go nets peace peace pod boys productions